Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. From a land far, far away where success is a long shot and the struggle really is real comes a voice from the depths of the concrete, the bowels of the BX, a voice that can't be silenced, here to share his positivity. Welcome to the Hope of the Hood podcast. Hey guys, it's your boy, the Hope of the Hood. Hope you enjoyed episode two, part one. Now we have part two for your ass, so buckle up, enjoy the ride. Peace. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! Distraction, if you're having a bad day, see something pretty, man, it can change your mood. Even me now, I be on the train late night. I ain't a writer, but I still I still be right. in the tunnel. I'm looking for, like, who's, who's course, in the tunnel? What's going course. on in the tunnel? Just because it's something... Something different. Yeah. That's right. That's and then, right. The, you know, like, the culture where it's coming from, too. Right. Where it's like, it's and like, then the irony of it is the MTA, the, the wonderful organization that they are, <laughs> they hate and vilify writing and graffiti. Hate it with a passion. Right. Or at least I think so. Of course. Because I haven't seen any any moves to come towards us, oh, yeah. right, As a, in, in, a, in a nostalgic way, right? Part of the, 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 the New York fabric, part of the New York backdrop, part of New York history. Yo, they've begin they have advertising programs and painting the insides of the trains in a way that looks a whole lot like graffiti bro right. i got on a shuttle train uh it's the blue one oh, yeah it has the white yeah. bro they it looks just like listen, it looks them. like graffiti right and then they've got the advertising wraps on the outside bro mm-hmm. Oh, even like what they got the little joints. It's like the little little painting whatever it is i'm not a painting but like whatever the the little art thing is i have like on the little the rectangular ad space or whatever, and they'll be like, this artist did this or some poem or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have the poetry with the art, of course. It's the same thing, though. That's right. But it's like they they basically took the flavor. Right. They took the... the, They can't take the feeling. Right. They tried to imitate the feeling. Right. And then regurgitate it. See, I I don't want to... I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, man, but like to me, man, it's like they just can't admit. Nobody wants to admit that that poor kids, not not black, not Spanish, not white, but just people without all of the access to um, uh, formal schooling and education, people on the lower end, end of the spectrum of income that we could have produced something that is a now glo- a global phenomenon. Like, right, and, and guess what? We didn't have to go to Parsons School of Design right. for four. We didn't have to go to the MITs. We didn't, we didn't have to go to these great schools of, of learning to, to produce, listen, bro, 
first of all, graffiti slash writing is the only true art form born in America. That's aerosol. Okay? It's the only true art form lettering. Right. I'm talking about the lettering is the only true art form born in America. Damn, right? you're always coming up with your own... Listen, and listen, it's embraced all over the world, everywhere except from where it was the inception at. How crazy is that? That's almost like what I I joke about it sometimes about being from the Bronx and like, you know, respectively, some say it's it's the birth of hip hop. Right. So then you go fast forward to however many years and you like, how's the birth, how's, how's everywhere else other than where it started at? Right. It's really, really, really popping. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like, and like even not to to go back a little bit, like you were talking about the kids in LA that's doing crazy shit. Yeah. At least it kind of feels like at least they still keeping the culture and that spirit alive. Hey, listen, man. Of course, you know what I'm saying? we're so, thankful. Yeah. Like I wrote the other day, I wrote, you know, of course, I know you're familiar with the line that says, "Where will we be today if the old school didn't pave the way?" Absolutely. Right. And 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 then after that, I wrote the same place we would we would be if the next generation didn't pick up the torch and carry it. We would be nowhere. Right. So what, what I'm saying in effect is it takes both of us. It takes it takes Carlito and Benny Blanco. Right. Okay? Because if what what they what group homes say, yo, work with me, not against me, and we'll make we'll make mad, mad dough. dough, right? So it takes it takes the new generation to reach back and pull up the old generation. Right. Right? And then it takes the old generation to respect and recognize the work and effort of the new generation. If we work together like that, then we can all live together in infamy forever. But if we separate and start talking about, oh, well, you know, you new guys right in the day ain't really. Man, that's bullshit. Right, Yo, right, these right. cats is out here taking some risks that we never took. It's just a different type of risk. Because like you said, yo, to climb an 80-foot water tower, that takes balls. I seen my man do that shit. And that's the other thing that fascinated. Because he would make enough money just to go somewhere. Right, right. He did not have no money. Like, so I'm from the hood. I'm looking like, nigga, you go to Tokyo? Right. That's a million dollars. Right. He probably just had enough to get there. He going to be on couch all or just do some crazy highway sign in Tokyo. And yeah, then, that's dedication, And then you like, so why, where you stayed at? Oh, I was another writer's crib out there in Tokyo. But see, that's shit. the thing. That's, that's that, See, that's the family part. Yeah. Okay. That's the family part. The family part is as a writer or any member of the hip hop culture, you should be able to find a counterpart. If you are MC, you should be able to go to Bumfuck Egypt and say, yo, I'm in Bumfuck Egypt. Any MCs, you know, any, yeah. any shit going on, anywhere I could stay? And you should get 20 hits. Yo, yeah, come, I got a pillow for you. Okay, that's 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 that that's the hip hop family. That's one of the illest things I've seen because I was like, the crib, I was, we was roommates, so like it was like a hub. There you go, that's it. Was it was a hub. Anybody that came to Miami, not that's anybody. Right. Not, but most people, a lot of people, like right. I met so many cats from like L.A., all right. over, Japan, all over. Like when right. they come through, and then when he would bounce, he's in Sweden, wherever he's at, and it's right. just like to me, I'm like, dude, I, that's what made me fascinated with it too, which was that, right? You know, and like even even for in comedy, like you know, we was together last night at the spot. It's like the OG, like this is an OG that kind of just seen me doing rocking out in Boston, and mm-hmm. came up to me afterwards and was like, yo, boom. You got it. Anything mm. you need, let me know. That's Keep what's it alive. Up. That's and, it. And I say, yo, you know, I, yo, I can't even believe this is whatever. He's like, yo, but you gotta do it for the next person too. There the you same go. Way that there I you go. That's you. what. That, that, that's exactly what I'm saying, man. If we, if we, 
Stop trying to find reasons to divide. Well, you know, first of all, man, like my mother said in the movie, it's a whole miserable subculture, right? Mm -hmm. And so any culture or subculture really is a microcosm of in, in the larger entity in which it resides. So writing culture is a microcosm of, you know, overall society. It, it has everything that, that, that overall society has. Whew. All right, we get into the end, and we're going to get into some questions, and then I'll get a final word. Ready to hear oh, some mail? Word of advice. We got some mail. Y'all don't got no mail sound, like the AOL? I'll add thing? some stuff in. All right. <laughs> you know what, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't add it in now. Yeah. We'll add it in later. We got a couple questions that we always start off with, so we're going to start off with those. All right. Man, Dan going to read them all. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to Acast. Shout out to Kelly filming. So, what's your favorite bodega item you've only seen in New York that you've never seen anywhere else? Like the craziest one. Now or back in the days? Anytime. Or you could do both. Yo, back in the days in the bodega, they used to have a cologne called Champagnes to come in a little <laughs> bottle. You feel me? You know really? what I'm talking about? Smell like the violet candies. You know about I that? I fucking hated violet candies, Yeah, yo. but this, but you know about the, the, the cologne? Nah, champagne. Okay, yeah. Now, they got a, if you go in a lot of these bodega slash delis, there's a bottle in the window and it's called like... Florida, something water, oh, yeah, I don't know. I know you're talking about. But that ain't the real shit. The real shit was in a very similar bottle, was a nice looking bottle, and I think that the name of it was Champagne, and it was a cologne. It was a cheap cologne you buy in a bodega, and it smelled exactly like the violet candies. Yo, did Ugh. it feel like hand sanitizer? Nah, it felt like rubbing <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> now that I think about yeah. it, yo, they stole hand sanitizer from the Florida right, shit. Right, right, oh shit. Yeah, but they took the scent away. All right, all right. All right. What would you tell your seventh grade self now? Seventh grade. Let me see. What was I doing in the seventh grade? Why you Why you pick seventh grade? Someone asked this question. Someone sent it in. Yeah, but see, the reason I'm asking that is because, like, I didn't start writing until I was like, I was in, the, I wasn't really going to the ninth grade when I started yeah, writing. Yeah, but that's why. That's why we're saying, like, what would you tell yourself then that you've learned from everything you've learned now? My seventh grade self. Like before you started. Before I started writing. Like, what would you tell yourself now? Yo, we're going to have to come back to that one, man. Let me think on that one. <laughs> a little man. too deep? Nah, I'm just trying to think. See, listen, earlier, let, 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 let's go back. Earlier, we was talking about the streets and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I told you, I said, yo, I'm not going to front like I was no real street kid. Right. I was a late bloomer. I didn't start hitting the streets until, you know, maybe really till I was like 13. I'm, that's a lot, too. Really, thir yeah, I'm going to say 13, 14 I'm years old. I'm probably saying, like, I didn't start till like, I was like 14 yeah, yeah, I but, but I know dudes yeah. that was running the streets from nine years old. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I'm also not going to front like I was um, uh, underprivileged, so to speak. My mother was, um, I, w I would say, lower or middle, middle class. Okay. We wasn't poor. We wasn't broke. Um, we wasn't, um, you know, we, we, we ate well. Even though my father didn't live with me, he came to see me every weekend, so... I wouldn't call it a broken home. It can only be broken when you grow up with two of them and then one of them leaves. Right. But that's the situation I was born into. So I'm not going to front like I was a, in, a, in a broken home. I've no, I got friends that really had to live that. So, right. you know, you got to be careful when you're saying, you know, I was in this type of lifestyle because there's people that really had no choice. Right, right. You know what I mean? You can't glorify it. You can't. You can't what I'm saying is I'm not going to front because that's a hard way to come up. In a broken home, in a one-parent home with a moms who might have been on, you know, substance abuse problems and all these things. I didn't have those problems, no. right? So, you know, I did the shit that I did because I think I suffer from opposition to authority disorder, some shit like that. Mm -hmm. So my seventh, what I'm saying is my seventh grade self, yo, I wasn't doing nothing. I was just cold chilling. I was going to school. Let me tell you what happened, bro. I went, so let's go to your question now. Let's, okay. let's speak truth to power, which is the new shit they say every five minutes. 
Right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're using Probably. the shit out of that, right? Probably. Yeah, that's good. It'll be dead in a minute, but for right now, that's hot than a motherfucker, right? Truth, let's speak truth to power. I went to private school up until the eighth grade. Follow me? So that's why yeah. when you say seventh grade, wasn't shit going on for me. But I went to private school up until the eighth grade. When I got to pub, and so, you know, my classes was very small. Mm-hmm. I went to a school called a modern school up in the 150s in Amsterdam. And then after that, I went to another private school, uh, <laughs> Our Savior Lutheran, up in the way up in the Bronx. Oh, my man went over there. Okay. Funk Flex went over there. Oh, Funk word. Funk Flex went there. Yeah. That's, that's ill. Yeah. Okay. Damn, I'll tell you a funny story about that, too, if you if you remind me. Not about Funk Flex, but about going right. to school. So, um, and those classes are very small. If you're not there, they notice. Yeah. They take, they call your moms, all that. That's the worst classes. Of course, because you can't do shit. But when I went to public school, when I went to high school, even though music and art was a specialty school, so to speak, it was still a public school, larger classrooms, larger student population, teacher not really peeping for every single individual, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. after, you know, they be trying to call that roll shit the first week, right? But then after that, that shit just wears off, right? And so I had a partner, and he was gone for about three, four days, maybe almost the whole week. And when he finally came back, I was like, yo, you all right? And he was like, what you mean? I said, yo, you was out of school. And he was like, what you mean? Yeah. And I said, well, where you been? He said, I was cutting. And I was like, cutting? What's that? <laughs> and he looked at me like, you don't know what cutting is? Because you can't cut. And probably, I never cut. Yo. And he said, he said, stop playing. He said, meet me in a, meet me in the auditorium. And yo, I met him in the auditorium after that. Bro, I literally rap. never went back to school. Yo, I was just, yo, it's crazy, crazy cuz yeah. it's the same thing with me. I went to um not and it wasn't like that. It wasn't until I got into high school. Right. Cuz I went into public school in 7th grade, right. 8th grade. So it was like a culture shock. Right. 6th grade, I was in 6th grade starting I was in private school. Then when I got to public school, it was a little loose, but then once I got to high school, there was 2,000, oh, yeah. 3,000 motherfuckers. Over. Yeah. And you could we was leaving coming back. Come on. Leaving again. Yeah. So it was like that. That's the same thing. That's when I kind of went. Thirteen, fourteen was like when I went. Yeah, that's to, when I went off. No, I'm not gonna say that because yeah, that's not yeah, politically yeah, yeah. correct. I was gonna say went off the reservation, man, but we don't want no. <laughs> 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 nah, we, okay. All right, all right. Uh, next question is it's a few questions from Liana from New York City. What's up, Liano? Liana? Liana. <laughs> What was the scariest, craziest, most memorable time you almost got caught doing graffiti or writing words? Okay, one time we was in the uh, A-Tunnel, 175th, A-Train. I used to smash that. I smashed it. This dude showed me where, where it was at, and I never took him back, and I went back and king the A's <laughs> on my motherfucking self. Right. His worst mistake was showing me where it was at. Right. And I took over the A's from that tunnel. And then so, you know, after I took over the A's from that tunnel, I, I started bringing the homies, and it was about. I don't know, maybe five or six of us this particular night. And you could hear people coming down the, the, the tunnel and it sounded like cops. And so, you know, I was like, yo, raid, Shh, follow me, right? And so I climbed in between the trains up on the top because this is a real tight inside this tunnel. is real tight. So we got up on top of the trains. Everybody followed me. We laid down. They, they, they're making their way up the tunnel. They're getting closer. You can hear them. And then you can hear them go by. And as they went by, I was like, so we went, I knew the, the little ladder to climb out, climbed out of the ladder, and when we and we think we all clear now. Oh, when no. we climbed out of the ladder, bro, it was cops standing around the um the the, the, the trap. The, yeah. Well it's not the manhole, but yeah, the trap, whatever. Uh, I don't know the right name for it, but you know the whatever. big doors yeah, that yeah, used to yeah. open up. Bro, and they all standing around like this, waiting to grab us. But bro, we were so agile. We were so <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. 
yo, we were so um loose right, right. that yo, we were shaking so them, breaking it. Oh, come on, man. We was breaking their ankles, man. <laughs> and uh yo, I, I thought they fell over, but you know, I did like that, jugged them, <laughs> went by, one chased me. And I got just a, a far enough ahead of him that I got around the corner and I got to some bushes and I was able to jump over the bushes, lay down against the bushes. I jumped over and I laid down and rolled up against the bushes. And, and you know, I could hear him finally like just kind of running this. And I couldn't see him, but I can imagine him just looking around like, where the fuck did he go? Because there's no way. But he never thought in his mind that I would have enough time to jump over these bushes. And chill right there. Chill, lay down and all that. That's how, that's how quick I did it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The next, she has a few questions. All right, for sure. Next one is, what was the, your favorite commission piece of art you've ever done? My favorite commission piece? I, I don't know if I call it commission. I had a show in Rome uh, a few years ago, and I was painting in the, in, the, in the gallery, one of the joints for the show, and it was a varsity gallery. Uh, my man Massimo uh, owns the gallery. And anyway, I was painting this, this, this rather large joint, and a collector comes in, the painting's not even finished. And the collector comes in and he says, uh, child, you know, and we're talking back and forth and he says, uh, what are you what are you going what are you gonna do with that? And I, I said, I don't know. He said, uh he said, What are you gonna name it? And I looked at him, I said, When in Rome, right? <laughs> and he looked at me and he did just like you just rubbed your beard and he rubbed his beard <laughs> and he said, Damn, he said, That was a good answer. I mean he didn't say that, but I could tell that's what he was right, thinking, right? right? And then uh, he said, what, what, what are you? He said, well, how are you going to outline it? I said, I'm not going to outline it. I'm going to leave it just like that. And then um, when he left, what I did was I painted all of these small angels, okay. right, like in a Byzantine-type uh, style. Mm-hmm. And I painted all of these small angels, like, flying around the piece and actually painting and constructing my name. Oh, wow. And so when he came back and he saw the shit, he, like, bought it. He 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 bought it immediately. You know what I mean. So yeah, that was that was that was a, a good experience. You know. That's crazy. Real quick, that's that just made me think of my other homie. That's like I remember this dude was doing like custom sneakers for this 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 shop in in Miami at the time. Right. Yeah, and that's just, big money now. But now nah, recently, this yeah. motherfucker. Um, shout out to my boy Abstract and um, Nike. Like they put. I think Futura hooked him up with Nike or something. I don't want to put too much info out there, but right. he had a collabo with Nike, and I was just like, this motherfucker was just... So to see like the way your dedication pays of off doing something could go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can't be a slouch. You're going to go to Rome, and I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure some people luck up or whatever it is, but right. chances are you're not going to have those situations presented to you. Of course, of if course. If you don't work for it. All right, next question. So what's the main difference between graffiti then and now? There is no difference. It's the same. The spirit is still alive. I just came back from from Copenhagen, Denmark, chilling with my man Sweat. Yo, the infamous Sweat. Yo, listen, let me tell you something. I took my photo album over there, right? My photo album's about this thick, okay? For those of you, this this is radio, so we talking about four inches thick. It's like a yellow, five inches like thick. A yellow page and a half. Yeah. But the book is small, so I don't want to give you this image of this gigantic book, but but the, it's this thick. And so I'm showing sweating that my other man who, who brought me over there for um a, a hip-hop summit, a CMP, he writes CMP. And so we're sitting, and I'm showing them my photo album, and they're like, ooh, ah, ooh, look at that, ooh, ah, and I'm feeling all good and shit. Yeah, I'm the fucking man, right? <laughs> Yo, so I go to, to their studio, 
and Sweat pulls out a fucking box, bro, with like 18 photo albums in it. And says, "Here, look at mine. This I'm showing him this one little joint. He pulls out a shit with 18 photo albums, bro. Full with walls, trains, illegal shits, joints where he even hit in New York. But he's from uh, Copenhagen. Yeah. But how bugged out? And I don't know. Like, what's his? Is he? He's your? Uh, is he your junior? As far as like? Yeah, he's my junior. But, but that's bugged out because you. Th- I think he probably." He wouldn't have no, 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 no. Listen, but 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 listen. If he had, a, if he didn't have the ingredients, right? But not. He's not my junior. He's my junior in time starting, but not time in. Right, See, I'm okay. like Austin Powers, right? I'm frozen in a block of ice. Right, right, right. Lost my fucking mojo. Right. Somebody came through, sucked my mojo out of the out of the little hole, right? right? right. And so then I, you know, that this is the time I'm going. And when I came back, my first two years back was my mission to to, to recapture my mojo. Right. It took me two years, bro. Okay? It took me two years to even where I could paint a joint that was decent. I almost quit when I first came back. 2012, I think I might have started painting again. And that's like, how how much time was that? that you 28 wanted? years. 28 joints you ain't paint? Yeah. Now, I came back, I think, twice and painted once at the Hall of Fame. And the, the piece was all right. I didn't really like it. It was all right. And then I painted once on uh, Sess's rooftop up in the up in the Bronx, in the point somewhere. And the piece was so bad that Chain 3 was filming the shit. And not one time does it show the motherfucking piece, okay? <laughs> right? That's how bad the piece was. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Yeah, all right. Are there any spots in New York City that used to go bombing at that are now completely different? For example, the tracks on the Upper West Side that are now residential areas, or Long Island City, or Five Points. Well, Five Points I, that was newer, wasn't it? Yeah, that 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 wasn't even around no. when we was writing at all. Yeah, I understand. To be honest with you, I really haven't gone around oh, okay. and looked at any of the yards except for my. Oh, for example, for example, Gun Hill Layup, where I did quite a few cars and bombed the shit out the insides of the twos and fives. Gun Hill Layup, the lower level where the layup used to be, is is gone. So that's an, maybe an example. But I really haven't where gone was that around. At? What street was that? That was Gun Hill. Gun and, Hill. Gun Hill and what White Plains? Yeah. Gun that Hill was Road up on the two. Because right. I'm trying to think. I know you say under. What was that line that used to go under the two train and the five right there? Well, not the, the, the two train on Gun Hill and White Plains. That was like before my mom used to tell me about that shit. There was like another line. Yeah, but that was the layup. It went somewhere. Oh, where? No, it didn't go anywhere. That was the layup. Ah, okay. Yeah. Right. Atomic asks, do you think graffiti murals are taking the back seat to street art murals? It seems like there's a million street art mural festivals and very few graffiti. 
mural at festivals? The answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. All right. I think I think property owners are more uh okay, so let's we, we, we bought five points. Let's go back to five points in the question in hand. No no disrespect to Mears whatsoever. I'm only I'm only I'm only speaking in terms of, you know, I'm just I'm just speaking. So no disrespect to Mears. What I'm saying is they were given a opportunity to paint on a building. By the person that owned the property. Yes. Okay. You gotta know that at some point this man is going to want his multi-million dollar building back. Come on now. Now, be thankful for the time that he allowed you to rock out, right? Because now what happens is... I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Now what happens is other property owners maybe, I don't know, may be weary to let you paint on their shit because they may think, once they go over to something, you may want to sue them because you went over their art. Mm. Okay? That's crazy. That's true. Yep. Right? That's crazy. It's, it's, that it's, it's, a, it's a precedent you're setting. Oh, well, you know, I would like to have some art, but I don't want to have to fight with you one day when I want to, you know what I mean? So the answer to your question is yes. I don't know if the, the two are connected, but I, I know that uh, so-called street art is the sun of graffiti and not the other way around. All right? But, but that's almost like the thing of hip-hop where it's like before they would go to A&R's or whatever, say they find, try to find rapper. Right. They got to go to the grimiest, the grimiest to the hoods to find who they're going to find that's buzzing. Yeah. Where it's at that's going to be hot. Yeah. And to the point now where it's like, so that set the precedent for people not having to do that no more and just being like, well, this is what sells. This sounds right here, so we don't really got to, per se, go over here to find anybody that's moving in the underground. Right. We could just put your little nephew on. Yeah, well, that's part of the problem. There's a, there's a lot of poses as well. Mm. There's a lot of people who create histories that's not true. There's a lot of people who misrepresent themselves. Now, that, that you know, so for every fine artist, there's a charlatan, mm. right? For every real writer, there's a, there's a poser, all right? Speaking of that, I don't even know how to pronounce this person's name. De Benedetto. Cool. Well, first they wanted to know when are you going to bomb Miami, but they also asked, what do you think about graffiti being used by developers to aid in gentrification of parts and cities which gave birth to graffiti, and when is it okay for a graffiti writer to participate in? Like, I live in Brooklyn, and now there's graffiti all over every walls, but they asked them to do it because they're trying to make the neighborhood look cooler and hipper. It's kind of weird. Well, when you first described it, what I was actually picturing was something that I saw in regards to the rebuilding, restructuring of a, a Five Points building in which graffiti-style uh, art was installed or is to be installed or considered, because, you know, with all this fake news, it's hard to tell what like, articles is real or not. Yeah, that's true. But in this particular article, it looked like that the the owner, the property owner, was having graffiti style art installed inside the building now that's like a slap in the face yes okay unless you're going to pay me see here's the deal people don't want to pay and they like to say oh this shit is public domain because it's outside but there's still intellectual property absolutely okay doesn't matter if it's outside okay yo i still produced it and that doesn't give you the right to reproduce it and use it as you say see fit especially not to add to the aesthetic of your building yo you got to pay me i remember i had a homie i think um somebody 
an old Navy or Gap or somebody like used one of his joints. Right. And and like they ad campaign. Right. And it was like he sued them because it was like you said, you can't. Just because it's on a wall in the street don't That's right. mean that you could take a picture and now you're going to add That's it. That's right. Well, see, the in- industries are so big that they gamble. Maybe you will see it. Maybe you won't see it. Maybe you will fight it. Maybe you still suffer from the disease of getting up. Mm. The disease of getting up and writing culture st- stems all the way back to when Tacky 183 first appeared in the newspaper, okay? I think it was in the Times. Ever since Tacky got up and was featured in the newspaper, writers began to suffer from the disease of getting up. What is that disease? That means that the notoriety that Tacky got from being in the newspaper was worth more than getting paid. So in other words, after that, writers begin to uh, be so happy if they saw their shit in a movie. Yo, you see my tag in the movie? Not even worried about getting compensated for they are. It was just the fact of being in a movie, in a newspaper clipping, in a such and such. Yo, did you see my tags in in, in Taxi Driver? You know, a lot of graffiti. You know, most most New York City movies shot on location shows, uh, you know, especially if it was shot in the 70s, 80s, it has graffiti in the background. So we suffer from the disease of getting up and we didn't seek compensation Right? Because there's a thing in the law that says you can't profit from illegal activities. Okay, but what if I was commissioned to paint that wall and the person gave me permission and I was paid? That's not a legal activity. You got my joint in frame. Right. Yo, you owe me for that. That's crazy. Okay? You owe me for that. Should we do one more or should we do two more? Let's do uh Let's do two more, man. Let's do okay. Two more. All right. How do we get more artists to color more cities? And what's the craziest shit from that era and the best spots? Oh, the craziest shit? I mean, maybe that I did? Yeah. Oh, man. One time I wrote on a dead dog, man. What? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, up in the Bronx. I wrote, you know, back in these days, if uh, back in them days, bro, a dog could die. That shit would sit there for fucking three weeks. I was not expecting Till it melted. <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Okay. I used to, I sometimes tell people, yo, y'all remember Loose Pitbulls? And niggas be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, we used to roll around, like, you know, we was younger. We would have to roll around in packs. My grandmother lived on, like, 170th mm. Webster. And we would go to the Yankee Stadium, but we would have to walk all the way over there. Like, with the amount of junkyards and, and just loose pit bulls you right. would see. Yeah, because they was having puppies like mad just in the street, right? It yeah. was crazy. Or, like, you know, they would have the fights, and then the, they would let the dogs just let them go in the street. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. The dogs would just roam. What did you draw on a dead dog? I wrote my name. I had a can of True Blue. I was somewhere in the Bronx. I don't remember where. It was a poodle. (laughs) It was a white poodle. It looked like it had just died. Don't think we don't got poodles in the Bronx. Is there a picture of this anywhere? Nah, I should have took a picture of that. And I wrote it in True Blue. And, bro, that shit stayed there with the tag on it for at least another week. What? Yeah, 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 right there. And Cass was like, yo, I seen where you tagged on that dog. (laughs) Yo, you literally are blowing my mind. Yeah, that's that's like the... I mean, I got some other wild joints, but that's probably that's a that's a good one, man. I wrote on the white poodle, man, somewhere up in the in the boogie down. I don't know if you down. can top that. I don't know. Nah, this this cat's that can top it, man. All right, last question. Yeah. Did you did you write graffiti while you were in the service? Mm, no. 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 In other words, I always compare the answer that I would give to something that I know somebody else did, and I know dudes that's in the service now, and they they actually bombing. In the, in the cities and countries that they're in. Oh, wow. And uh, so, yeah, I did some, I did a couple of paintings, so to speak, pieces while I was certain places. 
And but I'm not going to say writing. Writing is when you're doing it on a continual basis. You taking mad risks. Every That's day. writing. That's Every right. Day. Right. Listen, man. Writing is about sacrifice. Okay. When I was writing, I neglected my lady, my homework. I disobeyed my parents. I did the exact opposite of everything that, that they told me to do because it was in direct conflict with my mission, which was to fucking beat, bomb, destroy all lines. So anything that was counterproductive to bombing and destroying all lines, I let it go. That leads me to my final question. Word. Well, it's not even a question. It's just, what would you tell someone, anybody? doesn't even have to be a writer. Because like I said, I'm not a writer. I'm a comedian, but I saw the grace in it's kind of like the, I don't want to say the hustle. But you was hustling as far as, like, moving. But just the, the, the passion and the conviction into, like, what you just said, you had a vision that you had to complete. What would you tell somebody that is, uh, I guess, trying to find their way and might not be uh, set on what they want to do or might not know how to become uh, successful in whatever they want to do on their way? Well, I would say, first of all, man, yo, do whatever is in your heart, okay? long as it ain't going into a church and shooting up the fucking congregation, right? Yo, do what's in your heart. Do what makes you happy. Do what you want to do. Right. I mean, that's all I can tell you. You know, I can't, I can't sit here, especially in regards to writing, I can't sit here and uh, co-sign illegal activity, you know, because, you know, with today's lawsuits, oh, all it yeah. takes is, oh, well, Scheme said it was okay to go. Now, right, that right, ain't right, what right. I'm saying. Right, right. Right? You know, I did what I had to do. You know, you got to make your own choices. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. What was the song we heard today? Or what my, what my man, uh, no, Ice Cube, he said, do I look like a motherfucking role model, right? I'm not a role model. I'm an artist, Okay. I want to express myself. I'm no better than anyone else. I'm no worse than anyone else. I'm a regular person. I'm an average Joe, okay? And, and yo, you just got to follow your heart, you know? Nobody, the real answer is nobody else can tell you how to achieve your dream, okay? That's, that's, that, was, that would be my answer. I can't tell you that. Right. You got to figure that out for yourself, right. okay? Now, if there was any advice, it would be to not quit, Okay? Whatever your dream is, whatever that goal is, yo, just keep plugging till you make it. Never give up. That's it. Yo, thank you so much, man. It was an honor. Like I said, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Hopefully somebody will hear this. I'm pretty sure people going to hear this and be like, get the fuck out of here, dead dog. I learned you know, a lot today yeah. just sitting here. He about to come a writer. He thought he was too old to write. Now dead dogs is the way to get up, man. <laughs> yo, I can, I can fit my way into little ass spots. No doubt. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. Hey, that's right. They're never going to suspect me. Nah, well, yeah, you're nah. right. I was about to say nah, but then he said that. I was like, yeah, you're right. Listen, man, writers come in all packages, bro. Yo, ladies, shout out to Lady Karma. Shout out to Ming. You know what I mean? Yo, Yo shout out to Sharman 65. You know, the ladies is doing it too, you know? Shout out to the ladies. Yeah. You know I'm starting the hood feminist movement. What? Yeah. All right. We, we 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 still in we still in works, working it out. The but hood yo, feminist movement. Cause right. it's for the respect. Cause like yo, I was on the train the other day, my dude. And like you said, you know we we you know it's late. It's late night. Yeah. So it's just me and a shorty. Like she's sitting right across from me. Yeah. I'm going to my girl house. You know. It's another. It's a dude sitting at the end. Nobody in between them. Yeah. And this dude is just straight up violating shorty. Like just wow. just 
mean mugging her, just wow. saying crazy shit to her. Wow. And I'm just like, yo, my dude, like, this is, could be my sister, my mom's, my yeah. girl. It could be my girl. It could be any type of shorty, but it's like that thing of, like, dudes just be like, won't will look the other way or some right. shit. Like, a dude would be groping a shorty, a dude just walk the other way, where yeah. it's like, I couldn't imagine if I could. I don't know what that, that feeling would be. Right. Right, come on, we do. I'm not saying like that, but we don't have. We, I don't know what that's. Well, like. you know, you on on a comedian tip, and I know we 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 going on time, but on a comedian tip, to me, one of the best comedians that summed up the relationship between men and women, especially when in close quarters, and how men feel about it, and maybe even how women feel about. It. See, one of the things in regards to women, you know, everybody wants to assume women is like this weak. Uh, you know, need protection, right, 24. Right, right, right. And that's not true. Women are very powerful. But but uh, it's Patrice Neal. Yeah, Patrice Neal. Okay? I, I was like, what are you going to say? Listen, that my mind. and so when, he's, when he's Neal talking about sure. the bear with the fucking salmon, you know what I'm talking about? You, you, you seen I that joint? It's just from the elephant in the room. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and he's talking about, so, yo, you expect the bear to come to work every day and the, the salmon are dripping in honey. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? You, you know, listen, women are beautiful, <laughs> but you got to have restraint. Right, right, okay? right. Okay, right. listen, we know they beautiful and all that. You want to holla, holla? Yeah. Holla? But if they, but holla, 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 remember, man? But listen, if 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 they say, no, this honey ain't for you, yeah, yeah. then you got to yeah, let it go. Yeah. You got to keep it moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, and, and that's basically what sums it up. Okay? Oh, Women shouldn't have to wear turtlenecks and a motorcycle helmet to get you to leave them alone. <laughs> My life. Holla, 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 holla. That's it. Holla, holla, Nah, thank you so much. Thank yo. you for and, having me. And there's so much other stuff that I was like that you said that I was like, damn, like even when you talk about different races and that's the beauty of it. Like honestly, I didn't even be a, I wasn't really around white people per se until I started comedy. Right. My entire life. This is like twenty eight right. seasons of living. Let me let me say this, bro. Let me say this. One thing about humanity, bro. Listen, the only way we're gonna make it, one of the things, bro, and I because I haven't traveled in a long time, yo, you gotta travel. You got to get out and see different people. Let me tell you what you're going to find out, bro. We all the same. You're going to find out we all mm -hmm. the same with the same problems, okay? We just say the shit with a different accent. That's it. Okay? But everywhere you go, everybody got the same problems. I want to give a couple shout-outs. Team, K, Chain 3, um, yo, EC3, Desi Dez, a.k.a. DJ K Slay, who used to be my number one partner. Um... Oh man, poor one, yo, push two, yo, the whole crew. Who out? A crime, man. I can name so many people, man. Um, Keep going, man. definitely, Talk yo. Listen, I want to give a shout out to my son Aziz who accompanied me today, who's to sitting you. here at, at my right hand. So you know, which is always great, my son, Yaya, Malik, my daughter, I, daughters Aisha, uh, the peeps, the coach, Masi, Suki, Kobe, yo, all of those was all of my kids. Yo, the mothers, even the ones that I ain't on the best of terms with. Nah, real <laughs> talk. Shout out to real them. talk. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have the kids. I can't. I nah. can't produce by myself. So, shout out to even the ones that I'm not on the best of terms with. Yo, my lady, man. Yo, um, Jesus, man. I'm um, just 
Yo, shout out to everybody, man, that's just been a positive. Yo, shout out to my man Rogue One out of uh uh out of out of out of Illinois, Aurora, Illinois. Shout out to my man Konami from Chicago, Rodney Wade Orko from Chicago. Yo, these is people that open their homes up to me nice. when I go out there. That's why. Yo, listen, man, on my key ring. Yo, I I I knew Orko for shit, bro, a week. This dude gave me the keys to his house. I got the key. Yo, anytime I go to Chicago, I can walk in the door and yo and lay my head down. That's love. Okay? That's love. That's hip. That's the hip hop family, man. When you can travel around and not be alone, not be a stranger in the city. That's what it's all about, man. It's crazy because that's how the juggalos be on it. Of course, yeah. But then when you come to like, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's It's just another miserable subculture, man. You know? That's crazy. Yeah, another miserable subculture, All right, before man. we get out of here, could you give us a drop for the Hope of the Hood for podcast? For sure. Oh, you ready now? Yeah, we ready. Yo, this is uh, Big Scheme, SK to the E to the M to the E. Yo, rocking out in New York City, man, down here uh, with my man Petey. We rock the Hope of the Hood, man. Listen, man, and that's what it's all about is um, uh, the youth. The Hope of the Hood is, is the youth. Tomorrow, Tomorrow's leaders, tomorrow's hustlers, man. It's the same thing. You know, Jay-Z, man, yo, shout out to you, man, for doing big things in the city, standing up. Yo, shout out to Kaepernick, man. Right. You know what I mean? Take a knee, man. But, yo, hope, hope of the hood, man. Shout out, yo, peace and blessings to New York City, man. One. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.